Welcome back to the Jenna Jillian podcast. Cool onesie. I have the same onesie. Really? You have the same one? Yeah. Where'd you get it? Me undies. Oh, damn. You guys should get one too. Me undies is a, an awesome sponsor of the podcast. And they're the provider of these wonderful pumpkin me undies onesies. Uh, we are wearing the softest, most comfortable onesies that money can buy, as well as the underwear to boot. And no, uh, no. me undies is. Incredible. Three times softer than cotton. You should try it. It's the only way to believe it. You got to put it on your body. Go to meundies.com slash Jenna Julian. Get 15% off and free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Also, what a great gift for the holidays. More later on that. Also, guys, Calm is the app that helps you relax, de-stress, help yourself sleep, help reduce anxiety, uh, guided meditation. I mean, it goes on and on, but it's an incredible app that you can download right now by going to calm.com slash Jenna Julian. That's C-A-L-M.com. And you get a 25% off of the Calm Premium subscription, which is a really awesome service. I use the app all the time. Genuinely, I pop in my headphones and I, I listen to the Daily Calm anytime I can. Uh, and it is it's really nice. It is a great app that helps a lot of things with your brain, but um, namely, it's really good for uh, helping yourself get some sleep. So check it out or hit the link below <clears throat> and uh, try it out. See how it works. Thank you, sponsors. <clears throat> it's funny because we're kind of matching with Marble because he's, he's laying on his orange bed. You want to face them, Bobby? <clears throat> Show us your little face. Bring that face. Now you turned around. <laughs> wow. Kermit is so nasty. Oh, Kermit. Kermit's got some, he's got some medical issues going on right now. He's fine. Everything's fine. I'm shocked. Aren't y'all? But we were at the vet earlier today. You know, he's, he had been, he'd been crying a lot. And I know that sounds like everything's normal for Kermit because it is because he cries normally. Um, and, but, you know, we sort of realized it was a little bit more than normal. Um, yeah. And we think it's attributed to his teeth, which we, he needs he to get needs some to teeth out. He needs to get some out. more teeth out. <clears throat> but also we noticed he has these things on his nails. Oh my like God. These little infections. Listen to me, okay? This dog, I'm telling you, is so nasty. Like we've considered the fact that maybe this could potentially be like a side effect of his medicine or something that he takes for his Cushing's disease. I don't know. But we noticed that one of his nails... Like, it almost looks like his nail is dying. Like, it's discolored and it's, like, gross. So we had a look at the nail bed, like, right where it meets his paw. And it looked a little infected. Like, it looked a little red. Mm -hmm. And I was looking, like, oh. Well, don't I make it too gross, by the way. I don't want to gross people out. Okay, I'll try. Like, but it seriously, is like, so disgusting. Yeah, so I looked at his <laughs> other paw and he had, like, a black ball, like, on the inside of the same toe on the other foot. So we were like, all right, tomorrow morning we're going to go take him to the vet. So we took him to the vet this morning. And she was sort of like, oh, you know, we can get in here and clean off this, like, crusty stuff around the nail bed. Like, I'll give him some antibiotics, some medicated wipes. And I bring him home and I'm looking at this, like, ball. Mm. And I'm like, mm -mm. that looks like something like a like a pimple like a blackhead like a disgusting like he gets zits like they have this like bizarre gross like tissue paper thin skin that gets very irritated and he gets like zits like a person like all over his body and 
I'm looking at it and I'm like, it looks so painful because it's right on his nail bed. Like it's like a big, you know, it looks painful. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? That looks like something I could probably help him get out. (laughs) The most disgusting thing I've ever seen. So disgusting. But what's weird is that he has it on the same, it's two toes, the outside toe and the inside toe on every single hand, like right along, sometimes on the inside, sometimes on the top, sometimes like, but they're just filled with like black tar that is like inside of his paw. It's like a little tiny cyst, but he- like little cysts. I would think because- he doesn't do anything different than the other dogs and his environment is exactly the same. He gets fed the same. I would think it has to be his Cushing's or the medic- medication he takes for it because otherwise it seems like a weird random thing or, or it's just Kermit being very hy and special about it. But I mean, the, the one is definitely like a little more infected than the others. Like yeah. I think that one actually is really hurting him. But yeah. like the, I went and checked on all his other toes and sure enough, he has this like gross like you have to lift up the hair and like look under Mm, there it's like a gross nope black cyst of just pure disgusting tar that will come out when you just sort of like touch it and squeeze it out it's so disgusting (laughs) julian was like i was like can you can you help me just like pet him like distract him a little you know because he does really well when we do like when we cut his nails you distract him and he sits really still and um I was like, can you come help me? And he's just, Julian's just like, this is disgusting. This is so disgusting. Like, I've expressed their anal glands before. Okay. This is really gross. Okay, yeah. It's really disgusting. And it's just Kermit. Like, I looked at there, none of them else, none of the other dogs have it. It's just Kermit. Mm -hmm. So we gave him some medication on top of that um, TLC in-person treatment that Jen has been giving him. But uh, on top of that, he's unfortunately going to have to get a couple more teeth out. Yeah, you need um, teeth out, honey. So he'll, he'll be going under for that probably in the next couple of weeks or something. Uh, and I know a lot of people certain. ask, like with marbles too, it's it's sort of a genetic thing. They, their mouths are very small. It's not uncommon. Kermit's coming up on 10 years old. That's how old Marble was when he got all his teeth out or the rest of his teeth out. Yeah. But they they just get nasty plaque in there and you can do your best to to brush them them clean yeah yeah it's just very difficult especially when they escalate in age and Mm -hmm. there's just they're so crowded yeah peaches i mean peaches next on the list too because she's got one or two that are pretty bad but so that was our day today we well we noticed it last night we woke up today and spent the day uh at the vet with kermit um california is on fire right now like every single day there's a new fire it's actually horrifying um, and I have seen a fair amount of tweets and, and people reaching out asking, like, are, are, they, are we okay and are we safe? And uh, first of all, thank you for your concern. Right now we're safe. Right now we're out of range of all the fires. Although it's been getting closer than we'd like. Like, it really, really too close for comfort, a lot of these different smaller fires that have popped up. Um, so there was the Tick Fire, which was in, like, Santa Clarita, which is north of us. That's fair, fair bit of ways mm-hmm. away from us. That'll, that, we're in the valley the same valley as Santa Clarita, so we get that air. Mm-hmm. So when the fires happen out there, we get that air. Uh, but we're far enough away to where we're not actually, you know, in danger of evacuating or whatever. Then there was a fire much closer to our house, and then there was the Getty Fire today. Uh, the Getty Fire 
is always fucking scary because first of all, the Getty Museum is a legendary like museum and it's on top of this mountain that literally if the mountain burns, the Getty's going up in flames. Yeah. And it's actually currently being fought right now, like as we record this, which is really terrifying because I grew up in Southern California and the Getty was, you know, it's the Getty. It's like it's such a landmark. Um and there's those videos of people driving through the you know, that section of the 405 where like the, the hills are like on fire and it just looks like apocalyptic. But, um, you know, hopefully that can get contained. The air quality isn't really horrible for for us from that fire. It's kind of blowing the other way towards the ocean. Um, but as of right now, we are, we're safe from the fires. We're not evacuating. Uh, we came sort of close to evacuating, but um, no longer in danger of that right now. We have our go bag, our emergency bag ready to go. And um, we're we're just we're keeping an eye on the news. But I will say um, we did a stream last week, and if you weren't there for it, I just wanted to bring it up. Um, the tick fire in Santa Clarita was so close to the Gentle Barn, which is the uh, animal sanctuary that I've gone to many times. Jen has been to. Um, I've sponsored animals. I've made videos about it. You have a tattoo of Buttercup. <clears throat> I have a tattoo of a cow I met at the Gentle Barn. Really wonderful people, like doing amazing things to help animals and, you know, um, at-risk youth. But they had to evacuate the entire barn. Like the whole farm was in, like literally across the street from the fire. And they have hundreds of animals. Hundreds of animals, some huge, like horses, donkeys, pigs, pigs uh, cows, and some smaller, like chickens, smaller pigs, Llamas, little birds. Goats, yeah. yeah. So they, with the help of, I'm sure, so many people from the community who had trucks and trailers, and uh, they actually have like a, I don't know what it's called, like a safety location where they all evacuated to. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, as of right now, they had evacuated all the animals safely, gotten to a place where they could eat and, and sleep and everything, and the evacuation was lifted. But during the time of the evacuation, we did a stream where we raised some money to help them out. So... Um, <clears throat> anyone who stopped by that stream like thank you guys thank you guys for supporting and for um you know we <clears throat> really did a lot you, know, you guys did a lot for that which was really really rad um but it's those those are all volunteers those are all people that go out there <clears throat> in their own free will and time yeah. to go bring those trailers to help with those animals and yeah. they could use every help every resource that they could get yeah and uh Ellie and Jay, the people who run it, are two of the best people ever. And yeah. uh, actually, the fires, if you hear me continuously clear my throat, I'm fairly certain it's because of the air. It sort of felt like that ever since, I don't know, a week or so ago. Like when a the, week. Some fires started. You like you it's get like, like a lump you in your clear throat. Your and throat. You can't, yeah, it's yeah. fucking gross. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm like doing that, but and I'm not sick anymore. So I'm not sick either, but it's like you feel it. Yeah. It feels gross. So we're just we're just choking on ash over here. Hell yeah. California be like, I'm on fire. So hopefully, uh, I mean, also, sh you know, huge shout out and to all the amazing firefighters in California and Southern California who have to deal with this shit during crazy fire seasons. Yeah. And and we're hoping that everybody stays <sighs> safe and yeah. their homes and their lives. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's a lot and it's very close to us. Like the highway's are shut down in a lot of ways mm -hmm. yeah so it's hard to like get around not that we have to go that way but yeah but still it I is. Did, did you see ucla like the fire is like right there i saw a student tweet 
like from what looked like their dorm room or something on campus. And it was like, um, UCLA, you going to say anything? And the fire's like moving down towards campus. It's so close to UCLA. And they had tweeted out like just two hours ago. It was like, oh, yeah, if you can't get to school, that's okay. But we expect employees to be on campus. Oh, no, that's well, um, like all of the schools over the hill um, are, are they're having a fire day. There's no school. Yeah. Um, so that. Yeah, if you're in an emergency and your school says something, I'm like, mm-mm, I'm going to do what I feel is right. Thanks so much. Pretty sure I can explain to my teacher why I didn't feel comfortable driving to class today. Thank you. I don't give a fuck what my school yeah. just said. It's just dangerous. I mean. It's not safe. So, yeah, hopefully um, all this will die down soon. I mean, it's literally yesterday was the first day I can remember in recent memory at all that was even remotely not blazing hot it's november in a couple yeah. of days and it's been hot all the way through october it's just scary but uh what my point is is that the weather's starting to cool down which is good it's good for you know fire fire season and it's good for like my sanity because i miss the winter months <laughs> i need some cool weather and you'll put on a hoodie every once in a while not just be sweating all I the don't. time I'm good without no, it. No, no, you appreciate it. I appreciate it. it, but I'm good without it. You really want us to be 95 every day so we're snowed in with heat? I don't care. No, you do care. Okay, I care. What? I thought you I thought you were tired of the heat too. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to have it not be so sweltering, but I don't really care if it gets cold. Because you come from the snow. Yeah, I moved to California. I'm having a great time. <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody got time for snow. I don't, no. I well, don't feel like it. I kind of want snow. I know you like snow. There's many people that like snow. I'm not one of those fucking people. Did you ever at one point in your life say, snow's dope, even when you were a kid? Yeah, like the first snow of the season, like the pretty one, you know, when it's like falling slowly and it's really magical. Powder. That's a great time. Mm -hmm. If it snows on Christmas Day, but like not too much, that's a great time. The rest of it, the snow that falls in March can fuck off. <laughs> the snow that falls in May can fuck off. That's like, how I feel about the heat the in slushy, October. Like disgusting. We're Dude. just gonna sit in your gutter for like months on end. Fuck <clears throat> right off out of here. That's how I feel about it being ninety five degrees on October twenty eighth. I understand. That's how I feel. I think that there's some people that don't understand that, but I do understand. Like how you made the comparison that it's exhausting. like being snowed in. Yeah, it, like, it does get exhausting. You can, yeah, we can't. Like you go outside and can't be outside. They can't walk the dogs. Can't. It's just like yeah. I mean, it hasn't been that hot right this second. But no, yes, but like getting, the last it's couple. Cooling off. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, this is just me ranting about good weather, being ungrateful. <laughs> good smile. Thanks. I've been working on it. <laughs> Hmm. Tell us about your jujitsu tournament, Julian. <clears throat> You're still in a significant amount of pain. I'm a little sore. Julie's having trouble dressing himself. Um, I did. I competed in a jujitsu competition yesterday. Um, I didn't win, but I had a, a pretty great experience, and uh, I I decided to compete like three months ago, and so um, with that decision, I was like, okay you know, I've never really done this. What do, what do I need to do? So I, I kind of, me and my trainer, my strength and conditioning coach, the one that we go to train together, we developed sort of like a plan and a program for me to like get all my cardio and all my everything kind of dialed in for the training uh, to, to compete. And so we did all that for three months. Um, I trained really hard in jujitsu. I, you know, I 
worked on everything I could and, you know, put in the hours and I documented a lot of it and I'm excited because, um, from sort of the start to the finish, which was yesterday, I documented my experience, what it was like as like a very casual adult who is a hobbyist in jujitsu deciding to compete for the first time. And, um, and I know there's, um, like I competed in a no-gi tournament like many, many years ago, but that was actually before I really trained. So I'm not even really counting that. And also it was no-gi, so I'm, it's not the same, but um, I'm going to be putting out a video and I'm excited because um, it's sort of like an opportunity for me to share like a real intense experience that I went through mm-hmm. um, on my YouTube channel. And I think that's a fun thing. And I'm actually really looking forward to editing it because it's sort of like a long form documentary style vlog, which I think is cool and exciting for me because I don't do that stuff a lot. Um, but in short, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, I tested myself. I put myself in a very strange, intense, high-pressure environment, and I did it, you know? And I'm I'm pretty sore. I'm a little beat up. I got bopped on the head kind of good. I thought I was concussed for a little bit. Might have, like, a minor concussion. I had my arm almost taken off. <laughs> and, the video uh, is gnarly. The yeah. video that your brother got is gnarly. <clears throat> so... Um, I'm still recovering and, um, but overall, I mean, it was a very amazing experience. And one of the things about jujitsu and I think Jenna and a couple of our friends and family who were there yesterday kind of could see for the first time is like when you're in an environment where, you know, jujitsu is happening, you meet people and you come in contact with people who are in general, just really good, nice people. And they, uh, there's this really strong, like palpable mutual respect. Yeah. To give you an idea, I think someone had said to us that there were 900 people that competed at this tournament. It was a a big tournament. Not an ego in the room. No, no. I mean, that's, that's jujitsu kind of, if like in a nutshell, it's, you meet these people and like I was going against, I was a humbling sport. I was at the, uh, I was at the bottom of my weight class. Um, I weigh, I weighed in, I stepped on the scale yesterday with my three pound gi on at 200 pounds and the weight class goes up to 207. So I was the very, I was the lightest guy in my division by a good pound or two. And I went against um, two different guys. One of them technically sound about, you know, about my height and, you know, played a really great game. And the other one literally was Peyton Manning. He was like six foot five and he looked like Peyton Manning. He did. (laughs) And he played a great game and he beat me too. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I got to talk with them afterwards, which was cool. And I learned that both of them compete. Regularly, fairly regularly yeah. and you know travel and they're 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 competitor jujitsu players whereas i'm i'm a hobbyist and this was my competition debut um so there's a lot of a lot of little nuggets of jujitsu knowledge and more so than that there were a lot of life life lessons and moments for me to kind of learn and reflect on yesterday and also moving forward um and that i'm very grateful for and uh the one of the coolest things was having you there uh, our friend Lexi came out. Our trainers, Lexi. Dustin and Carolyn, who run Detox Fitness, wonderful, wonderful people who who had been helping me so much prepare both my training, but also with and my me too. recovery. I've been doing like... So the thing about... And your brother <clears throat> and sister were there as well. And my brother and sister. And Randy. Yep. And it was just... it was My point is it was like it, I could have gone to this alone and it would have been just as special to me, but having a group of, you know, your people there cheering you on is, is a feeling that... Woo! 
that never ever gets old coming from playing high school baseball and forgetting what that felt like i know i will say so we trained together at detox with dustin and they came up with this very comprehensive plan of working on julian's cardio and like lifting and stuff you tired (laughs) it's like the loudest like hmm um Dustin made me train like you for what two months. Yeah, you had to. You had At to deal one with it. point, we walk in there, right? We already do some fucking circuits. I'm fucking tired, and like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there to complain, but I will make jokes to like try and get out of this stuff, right? So Julian, he'll ask Julian how his shoulder is because he has, you know, your recurring like injury from back in the day. Uh, Olympic lifting, and he'd always be like, you know, how's your shoulder feeling? And I'm like, oh, man, mine's really hurting. I don't know how I can do this. <laughs> we go in there, we're like, we're doing stuff, we're hitting it pretty hard, and he has us doing these, like, seven-minute circuits to prepare Julian's cardio for a seven-minute round of jujitsu. Yeah. So, you know, we'll do seven stations, each is a minute long, you go as hard as you can for seven minutes, then we'll take a break and do it again, and yep. we die over and over and over again for months. We're just dying over One over. day, Dustin be like all right y'all grab the battle ropes you guys know what battle ropes are they're just like big heavy ropes that you go like this and you can do different things with he goes do them for seven minutes and i was like you sick fuck what the hell is this whoever did battle ropes for seven minutes in a row i'm a 33 year old lady that just comes in here to move my body because if i didn't i won't move it why do i have to do battle ropes for seven minutes in a row Anyways, so Julian's training for Julian's, Do you know what this is? Tiny vinyl. Tiny vinyl. Julian's training for his uh, jujitsu competition, but I'm hoping eventually that Dustin will cater the workouts to my specific needs, which are esports athlete. And when I get signed, when I get signed, I will be Dustin's only professional current athlete. Thank you very much. I'm going to do a lot of wrist exercises, a lot of finger exercises. You're just going to go into the gym and sit in a gaming chair for six hours and he's just going to like push you around and you're just going to have to like scoot back to the desk. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, I've been <clears throat> doing the same training as you. I Not just, the same. I some of the same. Hey, chill. I don't push myself nearly as hard because I ain't got <clears throat> to. You know what I'm saying? Got that shit. Julian's like wearing a weight vest. He's like <laughs> really hitting it hard and I'm just like. I'm just going to go at my own pace. Yeah. But he does make me do the same things as you. I just do them slower. Mm-hmm. I'm not in there to kill myself, you know? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. anyways, <laughs> Julian, it was really, really, really cool. The last time that I'd seen you compete was when you did your Olympic weightlifting mm-hmm. competition, which was really cool to watch. And you worked so hard for that. And um, it was just, it's always inspiring. And I said this to Julian on the way home in the car. It's like, whenever you watch another grown adult push themselves outside of their comfort zone and do something to compete, like it really, really doesn't matter if you had won every single match, if you had lost every single match. Like what's so cool and inspiring to even be there is to just watch someone that you love and care about do a, a fulfill a personal goal you know, and it's, that's what makes that sport so special is that you do it, you know, multiple times per week. You do it at your gym that you love with the people that you care about there. You love that space. And 
it's a life sport. Mm -hmm. Like you said that they have a group older, 45 and older, 45 called masters. And those people only jujitsu each other in competition. Your group is 18 to 35 adult. Then there's a younger age than that. I think it's adult masters, then masters, then ultra masters. Ultra masters. I think that's what it's called. I might be wrong, but it's, it's the division above masters age wise where it's like, I think 55. First of all, I love that they call them masters. Amazing. Beautiful. 10 out of 10. But like, that's how the age groups are broken up. Like this is truly a life sport Mm -hmm. and none of it requires you to ever compete. Like you can enjoy jujitsu at a gym and learn it and love it and do it for your entire life Mm -hmm. and never compete. It's one aspect of the sport and you do the, I go in there and I just love the sport and I just love choking grown men, which, you know, I don't understand, but I respect you so much. And, uh, this was just a, a thing that you could do. That was just so cool. Like you to push yourself and go and compete and do it was just so cool to watch and I know, like, obviously everyone wants to win whenever they compete, but, like, I'm just standing there and Dustin and Carolyn and your brother and sister and Randy and Lexi, and we're all just, like, could not be more proud of you in that room, in that space, in that moment. And that's what makes jujitsu so cool in general is, mm-hmm. like, the, all of those fights could have gone either way. You guys are both the same belt, the same weight, and it's, it's such a humbling sport. Yeah. Like, someone just gets an advantage, they get a whatever I'm bad at terms, you know, but that's why there is no like Kobe Bryant of jujitsu walking around like his shit don't stink. Like he can get caught anytime Mm -hmm. and choked Mm -hmm. at any moment. Yeah. It happens. Yep. That's why like the, the culture of sport in jujitsu is just so like lovely to be around. Yeah, I agree. And thank you for saying all that. It means a lot. It does. Um, so, um, you know, I think, uh, normally, you know, I'm the, I'm the type of person that had I not been, you know, making videos for the last however many years and sharing my life with you and enjoying the process of documenting, you know, this is, this would have been the type of thing that I, I would sign up for, train for, compete and move on with my life and take those lessons with me. And, you know, but I, I feel fortunate that I get to share it and that's what I'm, I'm excited about. Like I'm, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast a little bit and I tweeted about it just so you guys know, cause I know a few of you heard me talking about it from time to time. So, yep, I did it. It's over. Um, But the video is, um, I'm excited. And I'm excited to relive it through editing it. And I don't know. It was, uh, it was good. It was good. I feel, I feel sufficiently pushed, Mm -hmm. you know, and now I'm ready to take a week and chill and play some video games, eat some food and uh, then uh, maybe, you know, get back out there. So we'll definitely get back out there in terms of training, but maybe get back out there in terms of competing again. So I just feel jealous. <clears throat> like we've talked about this before about how I have no real like thing to compete in, you know, and I would love to compete. So it's fun. You a bowling league. I'm really good at bowling. Would you compete in a bowling league? Boy, you fucking know it, beach. <laughs> oh, competitive one though. What? What's a? Com- there's non-competitive bowling leagues. Yeah. Oh, like the ones where you grab beers and. Yeah. Can you grab beers at the competitive one? Probably. Beers and wings. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, if you're a professional you baseball like, player and you you're fill your wings <laughs> while you're playing bowling and you stick them. <laughs> I hate you. Well, when I was on my bowling team in high school, you were allowed to order food if you wanted That's to. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. The girls on my bowling team were such nice fucking people and they would order like mozzarella sticks and you know, you're like... 16 you don't have any fucking money and she's like you can have some of my mozzarella sticks i'm like that's so fucking nice of you 
Thank what, you. What is it called when you get um, three strikes in a row? A turkey. And what is that? It's like a three X, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to how Meandies is three times softer Julian, than cotton. do not use my high school bowling experience for a segue. Me undies is three times softer than cotton. Not twice as soft. Three times softer. Like three strikes in a You're row. toxic. A turkey. It's as soft as a turkey <laughs> in bowling. <laughs> Turkeys are soft. <laughs> They're soft. They have soft feathers. Yeah. You ever felt their little <clears throat> neck thing? You ever just yeah, touch just it? Yeah, it's a little, little scratchy scratch. No, it feels um, good. They have amazing onesies, which is one of my favorite things that they make. But they also have the best underwear in existence. And what a great holiday gift. If you guys are looking or thinking of what to get uh, your bralette. loved ones. Wow. Oh, you're wearing the bralette? Oh, the spooky bralette. Spooky bralette. <clears throat> guys, think about MeUndies for people on your holiday list. Okay, and the best part, besides me and these wonderful products, is that they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. So if you think of a loved one, a family member, a special someone that you want to get some me and these for, why not spend a little bit on me and these for the holidays and, and show them that you love them with that. They okay? have his and hers, his and his, hers and hers, them and them, them yep, and they hers, have, them and his. They have matching pairs is what she's saying. They and Sizes extra hers. small to 4XL, okay? It is... Literally the best thing next to being naked, and it's appropriate. Like you won't get arrested because you're not naked. Not that. Moving on. <laughs> also, guys, go to meundies.com/slash/jenna/julian for fifteen percent off and free shipping, hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Also, cozy up with their new robes for men and women, which we haven't touched yet. Mm-mm. But <laughs> hey, meundies, come on, <laughs> check it out or hit the link down below. Um, also, the wonderful Calm app helps. So many things. The Calm app is an app that you download, and it has guided meditation. It has the daily calm. It has uh, exercises for your brain that help you relax, de-stress, help you get better sleep, help you wind down after the day, help you start up for a day. Uh, And they have different focuses on their practices from day to day, which is really great. It's not very repetitive. You don't feel like you're listening to the same um, copy or whatever it's not it's not like uh they're just kind of copying pasting it from each mm-hmm. day you get kind of new lessons all the time and i think that's really cool they have different focuses for their practices and it reminds me a lot of when i used to do yoga all the time which i would love to get back into at some point because yoga is so great for your mind and it helps you de-stress and this is bringing you that part of yoga that i remember that it's like someone talking you through clearing your head and being not only clearing your head, but also being aware of what's in your head and what you're thinking of. Um, And that is such a a huge part of mindfulness and being able to de-stress and in a way meditate, but also just be mindful of what's going on in your brain. It helps. It helps so much, especially when we're all on our devices all the time, which is not a bad thing. I'm, I'm a proponent of devices. I love screens. Okay. But I think in, in, uh, in accompaniment of that, the Calm app is a great thing. So right now, if you go to calm.com, C-A-L-M.com slash Jenna Julian, you can join 40 million others who have downloaded the app. And use that URL, you get 25% off a Calm premium subscription. Check it out. Hit the link below. Let us know how you like it. The end. Thank you, sponsors. <clears throat> anyway, we have to look into local bowling leagues. I know we talked about judo, but that seems to be more of a task. I would do it. I would still do judo. I just haven't done it. I I have to look. I haven't even looked. Have you looked up a judo school? No. Why not? I don't know. Getting started is hard. I'm not. I'm not giving See? you shit. 
I'm scared. I've never done a martial uh, art before, listen, but I have done a bowling before. There are a few things. Kai that, golf. I'm good at golf. No, you're not. Excuse you? I'm not good at golf. Well, you've never golfed a whole round. What are you talking about? Have you golfed with me? I've not golfed with you. Oh, then you've never golfed. You're toxic. <laughs> I'm not toxic. I didn't know you've golfed. <laughs> what, what about all the stories I would tell you about my dad taking us golfing and then he would get mad at me because I said my Tamagotchi was going to die or that I would go to the water hazard and catch frogs. That's catching frogs. <laughs> That's playing golf. <laughs> That's catching frogs with your Tamagotchi. No, it's not. I played <laughs> golf the entire time. All right. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't mean to say you're not good at golf. You're great at golf. You're toxic. I'm not toxic. We've been to the driving range together. No, you, you. I've never played around with you is what I'm saying. You just said, I said, I'm good at golf. You said, no, you're not. <laughs> you're toxic. All right, that was toxic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you were a beast at golf. I'm sorry. Tell me, am I good at hitting balls at the driving range? Yeah, you can hit. So what the hell is that Golf is more than the driving made? range. I understand that, but you're toxic. <laughs> what about mini golf? You've seen my short game. Okay. Mini golf is not golf. You've seen my short game. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. With some practice, you'll get there. There's too many colors and exciting things to have a really serious short game during mini golf. It's not a good example. You know why you wouldn't be good at golf? Is because you don't rude. like getting up early. Rude. Rude. That's, You're rude. I'm not rude. Well, now we need to go play golf together so you can eat it. Well, every time I get invited by a friend to like at 8 a.m. tea time on Sunday, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And yeah, I'm like, why don't we just go at noon? Because it's busy at noon. Yeah, because people don't want to go at 8 a.m. because it's stupid. It's the sacrifice you make to golf. No, it isn't. There's plenty of nice places Speaking to golf. Speaking for like, myself, yes, it is. Boy, I don't have to golf at 8 a.m. Yeah, you do. No, you can come golf with me. I'm going to show you that I'm good at golf, okay. and we're going to do it at noon. Here's what you're going to do. No. You're going to wait in line behind three different parties who are all very slow. You're going to be in a foursome with random people. You're going to walk... Half the way through the first hole, waiting for them to finish on the green. You're going to get to the green. You're going to hit your ball, and it's going to be another 30-minute wait before you tee off on hole two. How does that sound fun? That's like a seven-hour day. You got to go early, dude. Sorry for being rude. You're probably really good at golf. Do you know what I used to do when I was a kid? Golf? Julian? What? No. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, but no. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't like using uh, irons and wedges or putters and i would the play driver. the whole round with the driver <laughs> i know some people who like to putt with their driver it worked for me i really like how do it. you hit out of like out of the rough or off the fairway with the driver just softer with more intention who's who let you use their driver like that i had a little one because i was a kid <laughs> oh i have an extra set of clubs we should go hit the links babe. they're too big for me no you choke up don't tell me to choke up. One of us finished our college career. Toxic. I'm not. I, I'm You're not. toxic I'm not boy. toxic. You're very toxic. Okay, you know, now I'm being painted out as a bad guy when really. <laughs> okay, I'm the bad guy. All right, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for saying you're not good at golf. I didn't mean it like that. Like I just had never played with you. So I just assumed that you well, were we've like, been to the driving range yeah, but together. It's, you go to the driving range like. It's different. I don't know. I just never had golf with you. So I'm sorry. You're really? probably I don't, really good at I don't golf. have like an athletic <clears throat> golf swing at all. I never said anything about your athleticism. Really? really? I never said, I never commented on your athleticism. Really? Don't, don't grow really? me anymore. Really? Okay. Mm. You know, here's just what we're going to do. Just because I'm not good at hand-to-hand -hand combat, you think I'm not an athlete? Here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, what? We're going to turn the grill down. We're going to just go to simmer. Okay? 
He called it's, me a non-athlete. It's too high. What the heck? This boy called me a non-athlete. I'll have you know that I'm getting signed any day now okay. in esports. I'm also an e-athlete along with being a personal, physical, in real life athlete. Thank you. Okay, fair enough. You are better than me. Can you do a handstand? No. Get, with these shoulders? Get fucking wrecked. Can you? Yes. Can you do a backflip? Yeah. Do it now. No, on I haven't table. done one like just on solid ground in many years for we good should, reason. Oh, you know what we should do one time? What? We should go tumbling. No, here's why we're not going tumbling. Let's go Julian. tumbling. We went I'm going to call a place. We went I'll to make the, a reservation. We went to the trampoline place and you hurt your ankle almost immediately. Yeah, those are trampolines. Those are menaces to society. How do you think you learn how to tumble? On pads. On pads? Yeah, you run around and it's like a gymnasium, but it's soft. Yeah, you can do that, but you also learn how to flip on trampolines. Okay, I hurt my ankle on a trampoline because they have trampolines angled at 45 degrees like monsters. <laughs> Okay, I grew up with a trampoline in my backyard that was flat. I was I was very familiar with that level, that plane of existence, which is zero degrees. Mm. I'm good with that. That's that's like the ground, just bouncy. When it's like this, I remember exactly how do? I hurt. How did you do I, it? We were at the trampoline place. This was like two, three, four, five years ago. I don't fucking know. I'm getting old. Everything blending together. I ran up. I was like, oh, they have angled trampolines. I'm going to go and do a backflip off of one. So I run up. I jump off of the flat one. Push off of the angled one thinking I'm going to like go fucking airborne. I'm going to do a flip. I do a flip. But because it's it's not like it's a weird angle, it's almost like a wall. It's it's not 45. It's like it's like that, right? And so I hit it. And instead of like bouncing and going up, I went and I, <laughs> I tried to fit in a whole rotation in that little mm-hmm. – and I landed on my ankle wonky. Yeah, that's why we're not going tumbling. No, I'm good at tumbling probably. No, you're not. What do you mean? No, I'm not. Exactly, Beach. See how it fucking feels? <laughs> oh, shit, get wrecked. <laughs> that didn't feel good. Exactly. All right, I get it. I'm sorry I said you weren't going to golf. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said that you're probably going to hurt your ankle if we go tumbling. All right, settled. I love you. <laughs> We've both seen, you've seen me golf and I've seen you tumble. <laughs> Okay, let's just agree that there's room for improvement on, on both, both ends. Fair enough. Mo- Nobody's mainly, bad. Nobody's mainly for bad. the tumbler. You don't need much improvement from golf. You're probably good to go. At least I don't hurt myself the entire time. You know, if you're hurting yourself, you know, in sports and athletics, that just means you're trying very, very hard. That is so not. I'm going to coach Little League someday and tell them that. Sentence. <laughs> Listen, Jared, you didn't push yourself because your legs aren't broken <laughs> after need, practice. Who needs some ice? Nobody? You guys didn't work hard enough. Jeez. Oh, that's <clears> terrible. <throat> you ever have a really bad coach? Oh, I've had my so many God. bad coaches. Should we name drop them? Hell yeah. Let's fucking put them on blast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I had one coach that we just fucking hated. I've had a lot of them. He was pretty awful. But it makes like good coaches even better. That's true. That's They're true. Just like wonderful when you That's have true. a good coach. Shouts out to bad coaches for making the good coaches look better and y'all still suck. Damn. We had a coach uh, one time where we all, it was collectively like very not liked. And then that season he left after the season and moved to a school that we played and then we played them and just dominated them and it was one of the most satisfying things ever. Nice. Oh, you didn't start me last season? Oh, okay. I feel like the the coaches that I've really disliked, they it's not because I think that they're a bad coach. You know, I think you can disagree with your coach. Mm-hmm. It's because they were bad people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just or, or also just um 
Well, it's sort of like some people have their minds set in certain ways and they're not willing to budge. They're, they have these egos or these mm-hmm. stubborn thing about them. They're where they're, they're the coach. So don't, you know, it's the, there's the final say. Right. And that's not what a good coach is. Mm. I don't think that's one of the things that I think a coach should be better at. Than, totally. But yeah, you're right. I think they're just shit guys. Yeah. Mine, mine was because they were bad people. Yeah. But it's also, it's kind of scary when you're a student athlete and your whole team, you know, your coach is the end all be all kind of, they're like, whatever they say goes. Mm -hmm. And there's things that go on that are morally wrong. And your only option really is to reach out to your athletic director. And if your athletic director doesn't have your back or believe you or care, then it's, you feel very powerless. That's tough. Yeah. Um, I just thought of something. We should go golfing and make it a video. That'd be a funny video. Would it be funny or would it be amazing? Well, both. Because I'm good at golf. Can I use a driver the whole time? No. Yeah. Yes, you can do whatever okay, you want. thank you. Do I have to wear a collared shirt? No, where the fuck do you think I'm golfing? Country clubs? When we were kids, you had to, like even shitty golf places. They were like, I wear mean, a you can't shirt. dress like a dick. You can't wear like. Why not? Well, you, you probably couldn't wear this. <laughs> you probably couldn't wear this. Wonderful soft me and he's onesie. I dress like you, a dick all the time. No, no, no. You can you can just up at one level to be on the golf course. You don't need to wear a collar though, I don't think. Most places. Unless That's not know. true. Most most places around here that are not private courses, you do not maybe like a maybe like a polo, but you don't need anything crazy. It's not like a I thought there had to be a collar on your shirt. Doesn't not that's not universal. I guess I haven't been golfing since the nineties, so I got a hole in one one time. Did you really? Yeah. That's amazing. It's pretty crazy. I got it on a par three course. Wow. My I dad was so mad at me. Really? Yeah. I used to just demand to wash everyone's balls at all the ball washing stations. It's pretty satisfying. You I really go, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was this tiny little course that I used to go to when I was younger. It's par three course. You didn't need anything above like a seven iron. I need a driver course. for it, but No, okay. you didn't, but... yeah. Um, I would hit it really good and hard. Yeah, they gave me this like certificate. It says you got a hole in one, and I was like, I was. I'll admit, I was shit at golf. I was just starting. I was like maybe a couple months in, and I hit something clean, and it rolled off the bank and just disappeared. And I was like, where did it go? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm probably never gonna do that. I can barely hit a hole no, in dude, one in mini golf. No, dude, I was a bad player. So anyone, if I can get a hole-in-one like that, anyone can get a hole-in-one. Literally. All you have to do is hit it in the hole. You don't have to be good to do that. I actually want to go golfing with you. I'm not going to 8 a.m. <clears throat> 7 a.m. I have stuff to do What at 7 a.m. What are you doing at 7 a.m.? I'm being unconscious. You have an appointment to be unconscious? Yes. Okay. What about 9 a.m.? Maybe. Okay, let's figure out a tea time that would work. 9 a.m.? Maybe. So we leave the house at 8.30? Oh. But think about this. You get done at 12. So then you're like, oh, I have the whole day. I, I have wait. no problem waking up early in general. Waking up to go golf, I'm like, I'm having a hard time justifying it. What if I get coffee ready? I like coffee. Bagels. <gasps> okay, I like bagels. Sweeten in the deal? Yeah, yeah. All right, coffee and bagels. Hot bagels, like fresh. Whoa, well, you... Where are you going to get fresh bagels? There's bagel joints. They open up early. That's they what they're for. They don't have any gluten-free bagels. That's what not are you true. Gonna That's eat? not true. There's gluten-free bagels. You just B-Y-O-C. C. Bring your own cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll get you. We'll, we'll get some nice hot bagels. Hop in the old Jeep. 
head on over to the course and golf nine holes. I don't have a set of clubs. <clears throat> I have a spare set, I told you. Are they for short people like me? No, but they're 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 not too big to where you couldn't choke up a little bit and be fine. Or we can get you a set. Or I don't rent want, a set. I don't want rent a rent set. Rent a set. Rent a set. Can I wear roller skates? Absolutely not. Why not? Because that is a liability that no one like, will let you on their golf course with. I feel like it's a missed opportunity to have roller skate golf because think of all the walking that you do. If you could just like rollerblade. Oh, did you see that uh, on Twitter? Someone posted a video. It was like a, no, it was not on Twitter. It was on Instagram, but it was this golf board. It's like an e-board, but you can put your golf, it's like a, it's a new version of a golf cart. It's like a, a electric skateboard for golf courses yeah. where you put your clubs on and you just zoom around. Yeah, but like, why don't we just wear rollerblades when we golf? Well, how are you going to swing? You're just going to your legs are going to slip <laughs> out from under you and break your neck. It reminds me of that kid. Every time I think about like trying to do something with rollerblades, it reminds me of that. <laughs> when I lived in Cambridge in Boston, I used to just go out to the basketball courts like over by my house mm-hmm. at the park, and there'd always be like a bunch of kids over there playing basketball, like you know, eleven years old or whatever. Yeah. But like, can I, can I play with you guys? You know, so it's like bored mm-hmm. and wanted to play basketball Be like yeah sure we're playing knockout this is one kid had rollerblades on and a backpack and he knocked me out you got <laughs> he knocked like, out he was literally like rollerblading so unevenly like over the fence to pick up the ball and then he would like line up with his rollerblades in his back like there's like 11 fucking books in his backpack like it's huge and he was in line and i'm like i'm like don't do it don't knock me out and he just like slowly rollerblades up to the line like wobbling around and just fucking sinks it and i'm like oh, god you got knocked shit. out by the rollerblade kid with the backpack on that's what I think. Shooting about. a basketball with a backpack—it's horrible. <laughs> roller, roller it feels like someone's like throwing you. <laughs> roller blades. Uh, the are you better at golf than you're at basketball? Yes, I'm terrible. At we basketball. should one v one at basketball. I'm so bad, and I don't understand the rules. I don't understand what a foul is. What do you mean? You just can't hit. You can't come in contact with someone. But see, I'll do that, and then I'll like grab your shirt or something, and, and someone's like foul, and I'm like, I don't understand what a foul. Why'd you grab their shirt? Why can't I grab a shirt? Because it's a foul. <laughs> exactly. What's a foul? When you grab their shirt. Okay, then why can't I like push you? You can't push them because that's a foul. Okay, then what's a foul? There seems to be a lot of fouls. Okay, so more important question is what's not a foul? Yeah, okay. okay. Let me ask foul, the right question. What's not a foul what's is a- when you come in contact A, directly with the ball, or you have... So I can hold the ball while you're holding the ball? Yeah, if you, that's called a steal. <laughs> No, so you have the ball right now, yeah. and I'm just grabbing it from you. That's called a steal. I'm not going to let you do that. that. Like I would dribble. I can hold it. I can touch the ball. No, all I'm keeping it away from you. That's what offense is. It's my ball. But if you hold it now, you're in trouble. Well, no, I'm not in trouble. I just can't double dribble. I can't dribble again. I have to pivot or pass or but shoot. But then you're not allowed to like, isn't it called a carry or something? If a you- carry is when your hand goes under the ball while you're dribbling. So it's like you're... You're doing that. Yeah, so if if you hold it, but your hand's under the ball, how is that not a carry? Well, if you dribble it after your hand's under the ball. These are too confusing. These rules are too confusing. It's actually very simple. But you can't move your feet more than a couple times because then that's a travel. You can take two steps without dribbling. But then then what? Then the third step is a travel. But like what? You can just stand there the whole game. Yeah, you pivot, you stand there, or you pass. No one's going to just stand there. There's a shot clock. 24 seconds. Like, what is that? Why is 
there a shot clock? It's an offensive timer to make sure you don't just stall out and burn the whole clock. Every every offensive possession, you have 24 seconds before someone has to take a shot. And then if the shot makes it, you're on defense. And if you miss it and you rebound, the shot clock resets. See, this is like, it like reminds me of when I was a child. Like, I listen, okay? I can watch basketball and enjoy basketball and feel like I understand what's going on. No problem. If I am to play basketball, mm-hmm. I don't understand that's why fair. I can't do the things that I want to do. I mean, that's a fair sentiment because playing a sport is always way more confusing, especially than when you're watching it casually. Football sometimes is very difficult for me to understand as a viewer what the hell is going on. Basketball, mm-hmm. I feel like I understand. I've Hockey, watched football with you, though. You I know understand. what's going on in football. I've seen but like, you. I'm confused sometimes. Yeah, some of the penalties and little little like semantics are confusing, but you for the most part can watch football and completely understand what's going on. I feel like when I was a kid, I wanted to learn how to play baseball. My mm-hmm. dad was like, "Do you want to learn how to play?" And I was like, "Yes, very yeah. badly. Teach me how to play baseball." Mm-hmm. There was nothing really complicated for me to understand as a child how baseball works. That's because baseball is the greatest sport. Like, yeah, there's like weird little rules and, you know, infield flies mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know, drop third strikes, mm-hmm. whatever. Like there's stuff that you can learn yeah. or that as a viewer, you're like, I don't understand that call. Yeah. But if you're a child learning how to play a sport, super easy. Just like soccer. I feel like it's super easy for a child to learn how to play soccer. Yeah. Why is basketball, it won't go into my brain. Well, it th- doesn't go in my brain. Well, question. So when you first started playing sports as a kid, yeah. did you try basketball on a team? Yeah, not on a team. Okay. So, I wasn't allowed. So that's sort of I couldn't maybe even play that, with I couldn't even play with my brother without getting in trouble. So that sort of might be why Cuz he it's just hard kept saying everything's a foul and I was like, I don't understand. He's 6'5". What am I supposed to do? Dribble past him. Dribble past him. Yeah, cross him over. Break his ankles, you know. I think the reason you understand baseball so well and it came so natural to you in softball is because that it's just a better sport. Oh, damn, boy. That's toxic. You better put that sentence back in your mouth for you. Baseball is a better sport. Oh. I don't care. You can come at me all you want. Oh. Do you disagree? I think that they're different sports. One's better, one's worse. I don't. I can't agree with that sense. If I had to choose one sport to watch forever, it would easily be baseball. That's very different. That's that? that's that's watching. That's you just said a big statement, which was baseball is a better sport. It is. Oh, he said it again. Baseball is such a good sport. Oh, baseball is such a good sport. It's so overlooked by people who didn't maybe play it and think it's boring and slow because they don't understand a lot of the intricacies or. The, I understand why people think it's boring and slow. Yeah, I see why they think it's boring, but they're also wrong. I also just, you know, remember going into millions of extra innings and my poor mother sitting out in like the rain and snow or whatever in any weather watching us play for hours and hours thinking, why couldn't my daughter just fucking played soccer like everybody else where we have a very set amount of time? That's what my parents were definitely thinking, except it wasn't raining or snowing. Same thing. It's like you go to your kid's baseball game and you're like, yeah, I'll probably be done by like, you know, four or whatever. No, no, Fuck no. your whole night. Dude, my dad, he used, when I did travel ball, my dad used to drive me to the corners of the earth. Same. My mom would drive play. me to Buffalo every weekend. Dude, I, we went out all, I mean, we grew up in Southern California. Dude, I, I went to places that I had no business ever going as mm-hmm. a person who lived in fucking Santa Monica and Culver City mm-hmm. ever. I went to Victorville. I went to like so far the fuck out there. What's up, Victorville? All different. What is that? What are you doing? What's up, Victorville? Shouts out, Victorville. Okay. 
went to a place called Field of Dreams. Fun. Where they had little replicas of pro stadiums that were Little League size. <gasps> Wait, that's really cool. It was really cool. That's really They had cool. a Fenway. They had a Wrigley. They had a Yankee Stadium. It was fucking cool. It was like a really dope experience as a kid to play there. Yeah, I mean, and I don't even know where the fuck that is. Chino Hills, maybe. That's not that far. It was far. I went. I would played on a team where I remember my dad woke me up at like four a.m. to get going on the road. It was mm-hmm. like a three-hour drive, and at that point, I had known. At that point, at that point, my dad was like, "I fucked up." <laughs> but they, I mean, that's that's it for you when you play baseball and softball as a kid. Like yeah. your parents are just like driving and driving and driving. Yeah. I mean, for other sports too. That's not exclusive to. Baseball and softball. It's really cool. What was your favorite number you ever wore in all of your time playing softball? Oh, I always wanted to be number six. Six was my favorite number, but I wasn't <clears throat> six in college. It was seven. So you finished with number seven, but six was your favorite number. Yeah. Damn. That's that's hella dope. Yeah. Word up. What about you? 22 was my favorite. Although I wore 21 um during my junior year and then uh, my freshman year I wore 5 but the rest of the time I was 22 what about your senior year of college i didn't play past the first semester of training during my freshman year i know it was a joke i know i'm just i'm just admitting it i'm i was bad i did not play college baseball woo <clears throat> no i wasn't bad i was injured i could have played <clears throat> Oh, you petting my nasty feral boy? This is fun talking about sports. Yeah, well, this is a sports. We podcast have to go now. play. Welcome golf. back to Jen and Julian Sports, sports. The podcast. We have to go play golf and settle. Would this. you do a video? That'd be a fun video. Yeah, I would do it. We well, just need someone to film. Yeah, I got a guy. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got a guy. Cool. I know everyone's always like, "Can you guys do an episode of Chopped?" And I'm like, "We would need someone we would need to like third party. <laughs> taste our food, like film us. Like we can't film each other, and also co- it doesn't work." Yeah, like a round of golf where we're both just lobbed up would be hilarious, I think. Okay. 8 a.m. Nine hot bagels and coffee. 8 a.m., nine hot bagels and coffee. Wait, but where is it? I don't want to drive like an hour. No, it'll be local. Because I don't want to leave Bunny. It'll be local. It'll be local. Four hours I want tops. Bunny to not have a long local. day local. alone. Local. Mm, okay. Gentle. I was having you shake his hand, his nasty, feral, gross hand. Oh. Right, warm man? Aww. He's my special boy. He is a special boy. Well, um. <clears throat> yeah. Jesus. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out and listening to uh, us talk about sports and whatever else. Um, also, sorry that this, this year we um, didn't get super spooky. Yeah, with all things considered, maybe next year. Also, I hope you uh, you're having a great Halloween season. I hope you did some cool Halloween festivities over the weekend, and maybe you have something cool planned for the 31st. Um, Well, I'm gonna be streaming kind of all week. Uh, There's a whole new Tarkov patch that I need to start grinding. So uh, we'll see you guys on stream and uh, see you next week for another podcast. But thank you guys for hanging out and uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. See you later, guys. Bye, y'all.